Oxfam. Yes, but I I relax here, so this is my nice getaway. You my boat is relaxing. Oh, I love Dealing this. With me is relaxing. Oh yes, I love this. Well, is my you, you, getaway. you need a life. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ready to go on the air? I love this. Yes, let's do it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's 4 p.m. in Los Angeles. It's 7 p.m. in New York City. And in Chicago, it's 6 o'clock. Hey, everybody, it's Thursday night. I'm your host, Mad Dog DeCipio, and you have reached What's the Buzz. I'm joined, as I am, each and every Tuesday and Thursday by this fine lady. She's a pain in the ass, but she's a nice person. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't call that gray hair. How are you doing, kid? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. We had a really interesting week. We had, we usually do Tuesday and Thursday, but we did a show last night. Very Wednesday special. night, very unusual, but we did a Wednesday night show and got a hell of a response on it. We did a show last night, in case you missed it. Uh, you check it out on YouTube or our, our Facebook um, or Podbean. You can go to our Podbean. What's the buzz, Podbean? Um, we did a show on the Beatles, Paul McCartney in particular. And uh, and the death and replacement of Paul McCartney. Um, a lot of people think that Paul ain't Paul. The guy walking around calling himself Paul McCartney is a imposter, a, a phony, uh, a scandalous cad, if you will. But uh, I, you know, we can debate this for nobody's going to know Amelia until until he passes away. Or until you listen to the interviews that uh, you showed yesterday. Yeah, well, the, there is an interview that's going to you're going to see it in a little while. Well, not tonight, of course, but because mm. we're going to redo, we're going to revisit Paul for mm -hmm. sure. But you're going to see an interview where he um, he kind of like gives it up basically yes. and says, "Oh well, here I am now." You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Here, I reveal to the world. You know, look, you can't, <laughs> Amelia. How often do I say it? How you can't make this shit up? <laughs> you can't make this shit up. I, I, we had two women on the show last night. They've been here before. Mm -hmm. Ann Walsh and, and Marianne Howard. They wrote two books, and they have two more in the works. Okay, four books on the same sub subject. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you want to tell me about a rumor that's got legs that's running like crazy, this has got some serious traction, this this rumor. Yes. There's got to be something to it because it's not going away. In yep. fact, it's even it's growing. 
Yes, and he's about to be caught. <laughs> and yeah, well, something's going to happen mm -hmm. fairly soon with the old Paul is dead movement. Something's got to break really quick. Yes. Um, we have an interesting show tonight. I want to tell everybody yes. first of all, welcome to the radio. What's the? I'm sorry. What's the buzz? Listen to me. <laughs> the Wrestling with the Future Radio Network presents What's the Buzz tonight. We are doing a special look back. At the siege at Waco, Texas. And um, if you were around 1993, uh, February or so, February uh, 26th, I believe, okay. 27th, somewhere around there. Um, in Waco, Texas, um, I'll tell you what, what turned out to be a simple serving of a warrant ended up being a 51-day standoff. And more than a dozen people dying. Uh, yes. All because a guy didn't want to answer the door. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. You're going to see some disturbing video tonight. So we had to issue a kind of a, um, a disclaimer in, in sorts. So to let you know, um, you're going to see some, you're going to see and hear some very disturbing video, particularly when it comes to the teachings of David Koresh and how he feels about women, uh, how he feels about his children. Um, it's, it's not for the faint of heart, I will tell you that. I will also tell you that um, if you are uh, uh, of the mindset to, to join us tonight, and you feel like you want to uh, chime in. Oh, my mother-in-law is here. Hey. Hey, Mom. How Hello. are you? Yeah, my mother-in-law's here. That's Mary Teeth. That's my mother-in-law. That's Nita's wife. <laughs> Nita's wife. Nita's mom. Yes. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have um, a really interesting show, the uh, Siege at Waco. It's going to be a, a good one. I want people to know uh, right off the bat, uh, the clips I'm using tonight have all been cleared. Um, they are all public domain clips. Uh, you're going to see for the first time home video of David Koresh inside the compound. In fact, as he's he, he had gotten shot, okay? Mm -hmm. And he's sitting on his bed. I'm going to show you that interview. He's sitting on his bed and he's bleeding. And he's talking to the camera to let everybody know that, you know, they're safe inside, everybody's okay. But then you're going to see another video that tells a very different story. So, uh, Amelia, let me yes. introduce you. This is Amelia Pitbull Chapman. Amelia, you lived in Odessa, Texas, about five hours away. That's correct. From Waco. And you lived there at the time, correct? Yes. I was two years after I had graduated high school. Okay. Tell everybody what it was like to live in Texas at that time. Well, I mean, it was just about when the oil boom was still going on. Um, uh, it was, you know, a pretty good town. And you wouldn't really hear a lot of what was, you know, that stuff going on. And then when that happened we're like oh my gosh that's really happening about five hours away from us and you would not really you were yeah. kind of scared to really go anywhere because you would think well, are they going to come get us too or are they going to come 
you know, like that try to kidnap us, try to, you know, have us go out there. So us girls were like yeah. really scared to be, you know, around that kind of well, stuff. Well, is it fair, Amelia, is it fair to say that people were uh, on edge? Yes, very on edge because okay. guns and rifles and, you know, whatever they had, you know, you didn't know yeah. if they were going to come out and rob you or are we going to yeah. be also safe at night? Are we going to be curfew, uh, yeah. curfew as well? Even if it's five hours away, you didn't know. Did you have any um, uh, friends or family or associates that were uh, in, in near that situation? Well, I had maybe a couple of friends that, you know, of course, were at graduated high school. And one of them was like, oh, come, you know, I'm going to probably go over there because I could be free over there. I can be uh, away from my parents or my mother because I'm gay and she doesn't understand me. And I'm like, yeah. no, you need to stay here. You need to be over here you know maybe you could just talk to your mother no i'm gonna go over there and i never really knew what happened to her i never we never heard did, of did her you thing. know whether she ever became a part of the uh of the branch davidian group we never heard from her again actually really? so i don't that's know what happened to her that's so. really interesting um i would oh i would love to know what happened in that situation yeah. i would love i would love to have spoken mm -hmm. To, and went, by the way, we tried to reach out to one of the survivors. Uh, we have been in contact with one of the survivors. Mm -hmm. They respectfully declined um, because it's, it's even now, all these years later, it's still very difficult for her to talk about this. Yes. You're talking 25, almost 25 years ago. Probably the trauma and to relive it and yeah. maybe the nightmares that they probably still have. to. And that's day. exactly what she said. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what she says. She says she mm -hmm. still can't close her eyes mm -mm. to sleep restfully because of all this. Um, mm -hmm. It's imprinted. It's like it's like a, a, a yes. movie that plays in your head all the time. Yeah, probably any noise or any. Yeah, and, yeah and things. Like mm -hmm. a, a loud door, a mm -hmm. slamming door. Yes. Will you know sound like a gunshot to her? Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like so, if they're back at people back coming back from the military from overseas, anything like yeah. that will trigger them. Like oh PTSD. yeah, it's, it's traumatic. It's like mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress. Yes. Um, let me tell everybody a little bit about this. On February twenty-eighth, and I correct myself because I said the twenty-sixth. On February twenty-eighth, nineteen ninety-three. Federal law enforcement agents came face-to-face -face with the Branch Davidians, a, a controversial group whose followers described themselves as students of the Bible, and they lived outside of Waco, Texas. The standoff began between these federal agents and the Branch Davidians, and it dominated the headlines for months, probably, oh, the, see, the standoff lasted 51 days. Yes. And it, I'll bet you that that dominated the news probably five, six months easy. Yes, it did. Easily. Mm -hmm. The siege left 75 people dead. Think about what I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. 75 people dead and changed the way, Amelia, that mm -hmm. some Americans felt about the federal government. Because we're going to find out something tonight that nobody knew until recently. And we're going to find out tonight. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you, keep that in mind, though. The agents were attempting to arrest David Koresh and raid the group's 77-acre complex 
when they began to exchange heavy gunfire at the site. Now, let me just stop here for a minute. David Koresh's real name is Vernon Howell. Okay. They were trying to serve Vernon Howell. Here was part of the problem. When the FBI and the ATF agents knocked on the door and they asked for Vernon Howell, they said there's nobody here by that name because they knew him as David Koresh. Okay? His legal name is Vernon Howell. Now, remember that because Uh it's, it's going to play into this. Really important, too. By the end of the shootout, Four agents with the uh, with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and six branch civilians were dead. That's the first first one, first day. That was the what they call the shot across the bow. That moment sealed everybody's fate, all because they tried to deliver a warrant. All right, we're going to find out what that was all about. Mm-hmm. That failed operation then turned into a 51-day standoff. Koresh and most of the followers had refused to leave the compound. A handful or so actually did leave, but most of them refused to leave, and they stayed with David Koresh, uh, which was surrounded by it was surrounded by tanks, armored vehicles, and more than 600 agents. Now, I want you to think about this. Mm-hmm. This compound was built by the Branch Davidians. Right. Okay. Most of it was built without permits. Yes. They had electricians. They had plumbers. They had people who had trades and skills. But they built this place so flimsy Mm -hmm. that a good wind could have knocked it down. Right. Now. And we have sandstorms back over there in that west part of Texas where we live at. There's a lot of sandstorms. Oh, yeah. So the standoff have... ended. Here you go. Here you go, Amelia. The standoff ended when a fire mm-hmm. engulfed the complex on April nineteenth. Oh, now think about this. Mm-hmm. They started this on February twenty eighth, the last day of February. Mm-hmm. The very last day of February. Okay. You're talking about. Two and a half months later, mm-hmm. only nine people inside the complex survived. Think about that. Nine people survived. Wow. Everybody else died. And there were uh, probably 150 to 175, and a lot of them were children. Oh, my gosh. There were, yeah. They're little, and you're going to see some of them tonight. Critics called what happened at Waco a massacre, uh, and it sure the hell was. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of information tonight. There's no better way to do this than to let's just go from the first video. On February 28, 1993, federal law enforcement agents came face-to-face with Branch Davidians controversial group whose followers describe themselves as quote students of the bible unquote outside of their mount carmel compound where about 130 of them lived the agents were attempting to arrest group leader david koresh and raid the group's 77 acre complex 
when they began to exchange heavy gunfire at the site. Okay, this is one of the things we're going to talk about. You see what it says on the screen here. Mm -hmm. Was it over illegal guns inside the compound, or did the federal government want the land? Because we found out something about that land there. It's got oil under it. Yes. Okay. For those of you who don't know the geography of Texas, Texas is very, very oil rich. Yes, it is. It's a very oil rich state. Mm -hmm. And the area around Waco is just chock full of oil wells. There are oil deposits under the ground that would make a very poor man, a very rich man in in one day. Oh, very, very, very much so. Now, we're going to talk about that. That's critical. By the end of the shootout, four agents with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and six Branch Davidians were dead. The failed operation then turned into a 51-day standoff. During that time, Koresh and most of his followers had refused to leave the compound, which was surrounded by tanks, armored vehicles, and more than 600 federal agents. The standoff ended when a fire engulfed the complex on April 19, 1993. Only nine people outside survived. Critics called what happened a Waco a massacre. I want you to look at what's up on the screen right now. It is believed that Timothy McVeigh was inspired by David Koresh. Some of you are too young to know this, but if you were alive at the time, Timothy McVeigh uh, was a military guy, served mm-hmm. time in the, um, in the I believe, the Marines. Marines, I, yes. And, um, mm-hmm. and he also was what we're, we, we learned at the time, a new term that they used called domestic terrorist. Yes. We never heard that term before this time. Mm-mm. Timothy McVeigh was described as a domestic terrorist. He, he and a, a, a conspirator, a partner, uh, loaded up a truck with manure and explosives. Now, why would he load up a truck with manure? Because it's entirely gaseous. Yes. In other words, if you light up cow manure, horse manure, it's going to burn for hours. For hours upon hours. Hours and hours. Mm-hmm. It's going to burn a long time. Yes. What they did was they added explosives to that manure. And that thing took down the side of a building. Mm-hmm. It was called the Alfred E. Murrow Federal Building. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City In Oklahoma bombing. City. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you just saw a picture of it. Yes. Now, let's talk about this, Amelia, because we're in Mm -hmm. a a good spot here. Yes. When all of this was said and done, and we haven't even scratched the surface Uh -uh. yet. When all of this was said and done, the federal government came out looking very, very bad. Oh, yes, they did. They came out looking like the, the evil monster. You know, how, you know you, how dare you raid a church and kill children? Um, 
you know, say what you want about David Koresh. He's again, he's one of those guys like Charlie Manson, one of those people like Amy Carlson, very charismatic, um, very, uh, very intelligent. He knew his stuff. He knew the Bible. Yes, he really did. He knew the Bible well. The problem was he perverted the Bible to suit his own need. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to hear a video tonight of David Koresh blatantly bald-faced lying to a reporter. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to hear this. You're mm-hmm. going to, we have a lot of video tonight. Folks. Yeah. And when Both they... of you on the, the radio station, mm-hmm. you can't see this, but we have a very descriptive, um, audio track you're going to hear so just mm-hmm. bear with us um let's take a look at this this is what we saw at the time what you're seeing uh here if you if you're not um with us on uh, the video we're looking at a we picture of the waco out. compound yes and it's yes. right let's now beginning to smolder yes it, it must be it is believed it, it it's believed that the um the rumor was again I'm talking about the rumor is mm-hmm. that they set the fire themselves yeah that's absolutely false the what set the fire in the Waco compound was tear gas canisters they mm-hmm. spark and they ignite. That's what well, they do. And a fire Ronnie, for the last 15 minutes, we've watched this M60 vehicle. This uh, combat you're, engineering yeah, what vehicle, you're watching, uh, in case you didn't make see large it, holes in the side of this building. Two army tanks just there. rolled past uh, that building. And, uh, yes. and if you notice you the, know, the flag flowing in the wind up there, must be a march right there because that's during like Easter time in Texas. It's really, really windy during that time. Yeah, and that's important. Important because that wind helped fuel here. that fire. Uh, yes. Fire has broken yes. Out in Texas, and, uh, growing up, I remember it was very, very windy during the time of March and April. As I said, going the, um, this, let's take this, a look uh, at that. Combat engineering vehicle has been working very diligently around the front door of the complex. Then he'd turn around with a turret and pump tear gas in. And uh, you heard what he said. Yes, pump tear gas pump in. Pump tear gas in. It's exactly, mm-hmm. exactly what I just said. Yep. Yep. Right. So the the idea that the Branch Davidian started the fire inside uh-uh. is completely false. Yes. It's absolutely false. And that was from CNN themselves that said yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That was from CNN, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're also going to see here is, uh, and I want you to take a look at this million. I mean, we're going to talk about it. Sure. Again, we have a, a lot of video to, mm-hmm. to go through. We're going to go through a, a few videos and then we're going to discuss them. During the siege, the FBI requested that this video be taken in order to show that the kids were safe. Now, it's important what she just said. Mm-hmm. This vi- the video you're going to see was requested by the FBI. They did in fact want to make sure that the children were safe. And the children appeared to be safe. 
and the people inside appeared to be uh, in good condition. They seemed to be okay. They were there willingly and voluntarily. But David Koresh, the, as you're looking at him right now, and you're going to see him in a minute, at this point, he's been shot by the FBI or the ATF. And he's got a bullet hole in his stomach. And it came out the, the side of his back. Uh. Okay? And he's going to show you that. It's also one of the videos that the FBI refused to release to the public until after everything was said and done because they did not want anybody having sympathy for the Davidians. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. This video was not released at the time. It's only recently been released in, last, in, in the last years. Let's get into it. <laughs> For those of you uh, listening on the radio, we are watching David Koresh, and he's um, sitting on his bed, and he's been shot at this point, and he has blood on his shirt, and um, he's very weak, and he's very tired, and he's going to talk a little bit uh, to the camera, so let's just be quiet and listen. Now, Amelia, look at this child. Mm -hmm. He looks healthy. He looks, he doesn't look very happy under the circumstances. No. His father's been shot, mm -hmm. but he's got, I thought this was a little girl at first. I thought too, at first when he came Because around. he's got really, really long blonde hair. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's a, a religious statement. I'm not sure if they don't cut their hair. Some mm -hmm. religions are like that. They don't cut their hair. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if anybody out there uh, is familiar with the Branch Davidians. Can you tell me if that's a religious statement, not cutting the hair? So he's telling everybody, say hi. Now the kid smiles a little bit, Amelia. Yeah, so we're going to see that. Take a look at this a little bit. This is his, one of his daughters. It is believed that Koresh had as many as 28 children. Wow. It, with, of course, with everybody else's wife, naturally. Another child you're looking at. 
this is a baby, and this 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 little girl is just a baby. She may be a year old. Mm-hmm. How old do you think that kid is, Amelia? You're a I mean, almost two, maybe a year. Maybe two, two-ish. Okay. Yeah. Maybe almost two there. Yeah. Okay. There's another one. This must be four years old, three or four. Yeah, there's another little girl. Another and another baby. There's a lot of babies in this place. David Koresh had a lot of children. And apparently, um, one of the things that, that I wasn't aware of until recently, but the Branch Davidians are very big in Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Lots of different countries. Yeah. Uh, particularly Australia. That's where David Koresh met five of his wives. Mm-hmm. Or I should say five of his, uh, everybody. Else baby mommies. Yeah, baby mommies. It's, <laughs> this is so strange. It really is, folks. Because mm-hmm. he betted everybody. Mm-hmm. Strange, strange. So, um, yeah, this is just a little, a little baby. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year and a half. Maybe. I don't know. And now there's a couple of children. And now this woman, she's one of Koresh's wives. Now, keep that in mind because you're going to hear him say that he only has one wife. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Another, here's a, yet another wife. Imagine that. Hmm. Now he's doing, uh, he's playing the God card now. Here's the one thing, Amelia, and everybody mm-hmm. at home. Here's the one thing that every cult, it, it, without exception, every mm-hmm. cult and every cult leader is going to play the God card. They're going to play the they don't understand us card. They're going to play the we know something they don't card. Yes. Okay. Understand this. And just here's just the way life is, okay? There's nothing new. Nothing's original. It's all been done before. Your cult is just like the next guy's cult because he thinks he's God just like you think you're God. Okay? Just like Amy Carlson thought she was God. Yeah. You know, and said it. She said she's God. That's why she's dead now. Yes. Take a look at this. Oh, oh, oh. Another, this is another, we've seen about 10 kids already. Yes, at least 10. There's twins. There's only two little babies. Two twins on his lap. Huh? 
Of course, this is just all this craziness here. Yeah. Now he's talking about the FBI. This is a, a fairly long video, but we're just, Amelia and I are just popping through it. Yes. To give you little highlights. He's introducing his children to the video. Yeah. But you, I think you get the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, okay. Trying um, to make everybody feel sorry for him because of his million. children. Amelia, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I noticed about that was uh, a need. I don't want to say a need, but mm -hmm. um, an intention by David Koresh to put the blame on everybody else but, but the Branch Davidian, but himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. You almost have to feel sorry for the other people. Because they're following this guy like a blind, you know, like mm -hmm. the three blind mice. Right. You know? I feel sorry for um, his children because they're put in, in harm's way. Absolutely right. In, in harm's yeah. way. You're absolutely right. Um, talk about that from a mom's standpoint. Yeah, I mean, because they're innocent children. And, you know, he's putting them in harm's way, saying, this is my child, this is my child. I mean, he's putting their face out there for everybody to see. I mean... They could be kidnapped. They could be killed. I mean, just think about that. Innocent children that are brought into this world that they didn't want to be brought into this world. Yeah. To be honest with you. And those you, women you brought up something really good. You mm -hmm. brought up something really good. A good point. Mm -hmm. That he's putting his children's faces out there for the world to see. Yes. But maybe in the back of his head, he knows that they're not coming out of that place. Mm -mm. Maybe he knows this is the last time anybody's going to see them. Yeah. Okay. Unless the mom can find a way to say, okay, she maybe found a way to escape or found a way to hide to find uh, a way to escape. That's well, actually somebody did do that. Somebody mm -hmm. did get out. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a couple of them. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing that we haven't mm -hmm. said yet. Mm -hmm. And I saved it for now. Mm -hmm. That videotape was shot by an FBI agent. Oh, wow. They let him in. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about that. They let him in with a video recorder. Wow. Okay. They, and the guy, of course, did not have a gun on him. Mm -mm. But he was going in blind. We'll talk about blind faith. This FBI guy must have had balls of steel. They could have shot him any moment right then. Exactly. He went in with no weapon mm -hmm. and a video camera. Okay? Because if, if anything was going to happen to this FBI agent, 600 to 700 FBI and militia and, and government people mm -hmm. were going to take that place down to the ground. With him in it. Would Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. With him in it is exactly right. I wonder if he got to 
to maybe to a couple, we got the ladies in there and, said, and maybe got to a couple of them and say, look, follow me here. Or he's, they said, come here, come here. I found a way to escape. It's right here. They, I, I say that's a, that's a, you know, it's really an interesting mm -hmm. question. It's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's take a look at this. When they did, Koresh apparently told his followers to ignite the compound using lantern fuel. Now, we're going to stop right there. That's absolutely not true. Mm -mm. That was propaganda by the government to tell the news media, tell them that Koresh lit this place on fire themselves. That's not what happened. We know what happened. The tear gas canisters ignited. Mm -hmm. And I told you guys before, they built this place with no permits. No. And we're talking about 77 acres and a huge ass building. It was friggin' huge. Okay. And and like I said, it was put together so flimsy. A good wind could have took this place down. Oh, yeah. And you saw how windy Tech was Texas gets. You're going to see proof of that right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, they are killing themselves. That is how federal agents say they reacted when the Branch That's Davidian compound was set ablaze. The fire followed a move earlier in the day by authorities to first use a battering ram to ram down the front door and then spray. I want you to oh see gosh. what they're doing. That's an army tank, okay? Oh, yes. That tank went through that wall like a piece of paper, mm -hmm. okay? Those walls may as well have been paper thin because they, they were anyway. Mm -hmm. They were made out of sheetrock and a couple of one-by-fours. Yes. Not, you know, not your standard building material, mm -hmm. for sure. In massive amounts of gas. We will continue to apply the pressure. We will... Did you hear what the reporter just said? Uh-huh. What did he say? Apply the pressure. What, yeah. Here's what he said. Continue to apply the pressure. We will try to make their living environment as uncomfortable as possible. We're going to make their living environment as uncomfortable as possible. Yes. What you heard before that was that they hit the place with a battering ram and unloaded a bunch of gas inside. If you didn't hear that, I want you to hear it again. Because it's really important. Listen. The front door and then spray in massive amounts of gas. Did you hear that? Yes. And sprayed in massive amounts of gas. So where did the gas come from? Did it did not come from inside? No, it did not. It came like they from said. outside. And again, I'm not... Look, I, I, I think Koresh is as kooky as the day is long. All mm -hmm. right. But what's right is right. And what's what's wrong is wrong. And the government was wrong. If they wanted to serve a warrant on David Koresh. All they had to do was walk in the front door. Mm -hmm. A 98 pound woman opened the door. It would have been nothing to go right past her. Yes, and say, excuse I mean, me, but I have to go in. for crying out loud, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. We so we're here to, to serve a warrant. Apply the pressure. We will try to make their living environment as uncomfortable as possible. Federal authorities here say they had to up the ante. They believe that Koresh was further fortifying the compound. 
Today's move was approved by Attorney General Janet Reno. I approve the plan and I'm responsible for it. I advised the president, but I did not advise him as to the details. Well, I've... You heard what she said? Yes. She advised the president, but she did not advise him of the details. And that is why Janet Reno served one term as mm-hmm. attorney general. Because she was the most inept, incompetent mm-hmm. oh, law I know. enforcement that we've ever had at that highest level in we the country. We cannot wait to get her out of the office. I oh, my God, please. Oh. It was the worst part of it. And when, when all of that was going on, it was, remember how the O.J. Simpson trial was like on 24-7 pretty much? Uh all, that's all that we had on over and it over. It was twenty four seven, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and with Waco, it was on twenty four seven, twenty four seven. I mean, that's all that we we had to watch all oh, the whole yeah. time for those fifty one days. We were like all day, all TV. night, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We were glued to the TV, wondering what's going on. It and yeah. you, when you had brought back earlier the church, how could people get mad at the church? At the church, because that's all they would say was the church, the church, the church. How could how could people? You know, yeah. why were they getting mad at the FBI because of the children? It, that's all they were preaching was the church. They weren't saying the most, the middle of it, yeah. the meat, the main meat of it, like you were saying. When Amelia gets excited, she talks really fast and uses her hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, they weren't saying the main part of it, like yeah. the David Koresh. The no, you're absolutely person. right. They weren't you're saying the children, right. you know, they were just bringing that part of it. They were not saying that he was this type of person. They weren't that they weren't giving the main part of the reason why they weren't saying any of it. They were just making the church this, the church that, the children. They weren't Here, telling why. Here's what what the let's let's back up just a little just a hair. Mm-hmm. This all started, this whole mess started. Right. Because they came to serve a warrant. Mm-hmm. Here's why they served a warrant. Right. They had probable cause to believe, based on information from a former cult member who got out. That was his son. Wasn't that the lady's son that uh, was yes. a former member? Yes. What, she, what happened was she and her son went forward mm-hmm. and told their story to the police. The police said, okay, we will take care of it. Okay. So they brought in the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Why did they do that? Because what they were to believe was that David Koresh was stockpiling guns and weaponry inside this compound. Okay. The the cult members who left. Mm-hmm. We're telling people that this is a doomsday cult. Yes. That they're prepared to go out with a bang. Exactly. And they have guns. They've got, you know, um, grenades. They got little bombs. They have rifles, you know, automatic weapons. They have all this stuff. Okay. Only part of that was true. They had guns. Yes. And a couple of rifles. They didn't have any automatic they weapons. They did not. They did not. Okay. The automatic weapons that you're going to see were planted. And you, and you just you can't make this stuff up. 
and allegations of sexual abuse with children. Uh, oh, also, that they were way, saying we that. Haven't too. E hold on, we haven't even touched that. Don't get too far ahead, <laughs> We haven't even touched that one. Yet. There's a lot of questions need to be asked about why today. Why was it so important to to uh, run those tanks in there and the tear gas today? Relatives of cult members outside the compound were visibly shaken by the day's events. He wouldn't done that. Those children, no, not his family neither. Somebody said it. I just had a premonition yesterday. What yeah. was that telling you? About one. I never here again. And late word here from Waco is that one body may have been removed from inside the compound. It is not known if that would be the body of cult leader David Koresh, although he is presumed dead inside. Nine survived, two of those in critical condition, although none of the 17 children believed to be inside the compound were numbered among hmm. Okay. Fancy. So, you just heard um, a little bit about you know how they reported this. They're making and they did a, a fairly decent job of keeping it even. The problem is when the national news got a hold of it. That's when it got sensationalized. The local news in Texas did a good job. Yes, they did. They reported it for what it is and what it was. Mm -hmm. But when you got the big CNN, MSNBC, when you got all these big, you know, heavy hitters coming mm -hmm. into town, now all of a sudden it takes on a circus atmosphere. It did. It, it, oh, boy, did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man, it sure helped did. Um, let's listen to this woman, Amelia. We have no one telling the world our side, watching the lies that the federal agents have told. It's astounding. Before you judge us, make sure your own life is clean. Would you want During to the early stages of the negotiation, we were concerned about the welfare of everybody in there, so we asked them if they'd be willing to send out a videotape. And David kind of seized on the opportunity. Roll the tape. Let's take a look. David, anything you'd like to say? First of all, I'd like to uh, thank the uh, negotiators. I'd like to share with you uh, some of my family. And we just thought we'd kind of break the ice and allow people to see just exactly, you know, what kind of people we have here. I'd like to start off, first of all, with my oldest son. His name is Cyrus. Come sit over here, son. Uh, how old are you? Seven. Seven. Say hello to everybody. Hi. And believe it or not, Amelia. Did Cyrus survive? Believe it or not, I was just about to say that. Believe mm -hmm. it or not, that little boy survived. Hmm. He was one of the very few that did. Nobody on this tape survived. Later in the tape. Did you hear what he said? Nobody on the tape survived. Only Cyrus, the little boy. We're going to talk about this after this video. He actually brings out. But there's a lot to talk about. The daughter that he, David, had was Steve Schneider's wife. Come over here. But Steve's behind the camera filming this whole thing. And we were all just kind of taken back. Finally registered the magnitude of how much control this guy exerted over those people. There was some criticism that this video was not made public at the time and the the notion is among critics that the FBI didn't want people to see 
what appears to be happy children inside this compound. And that's the truth. What do you think about that? Wow. I, I think they were happy kids. I mean, they didn't know any better when they were they're just little kids. They were exactly. Taught, they were just taught what they were taught in there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they had their own little, mm-hmm. their own little, little world. world. You know, look, I mean, I, I, I'm not a big Mm-mm. proponent of cloistered lifestyles like, you know, cults right. and, Mm-mm. you know, um, I, I like I'll give you a perfect example. I don't right. like the idea of priests living in a rectory together right or nuns living in a convent because mm-hmm. you can call that a cult if you want to exactly you can anything that's that cloistered separated from the rest of society, you can make the argument and mm-hmm. you can do it all day long. That's a cult. Yes. People think the Catholic Church is a cult. I've heard that a lot from a lot of different people. Absolutely. And guess what? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be wrong. Nope. To that. I don't think so. First of all, we don't conduct our investigation in the in the media. <laughs> so if there was a delay at releasing the tapes, that probably was because of the ongoing investigation. ATF. You boys are wrong. And if there's any question whatsoever that kids or women are involved, damn you, I tell you what, you keep your damn gun in your holster. You're going to argue with me. You catch me on the side of the road somewhere. You come and argue with me. You come point guns in the, in the direction of my wives and my kids, I'll, I'll meet you at the door any time. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't think so because he had the wives meet him at the tour instead of him. He yeah, hid. Right. <laughs> he hid. <laughs> well, it, it looks like this. And again, you can make the argument uh, for and against uh, the, mm-hmm. the cult, uh, you know, the cult angle of this. Uh, were they an actual cult? Were they a church? Were they a communal environment, as many people believe? I mean, think about it. They had their own farm. They had their own garden. Mm-hmm. They had animals there. Um, they had horses. They had uh, pigs that they ate, and they had um, other animals that they slaughtered there. A couple of people there were butchers mm-hmm. that knew how to do meat. All right. Um if they weren't bothering anybody, then what the hell? And why just leave, leave them alone, you know? Right. Well, I mean, they had a license to file under the church, but they were actually a cult of the way they practiced. Well, I you know can I, mean? I can see the argument for that. I'd mm-hmm. like to I'm really curious because you opened up um you opened up a box of worms on that one. <laughs> Well, I mean, they, you know how they, you file under a church, you file like for like. Well, they did have it. Uh, yeah, they had a, a, a tax exempt status. Right. But as a religious organization, by the way, you might be surprised to find this out because I sure was. Mm-hmm. The Branch Davidians began in 1935. I kind of was like, whoa. <laughs> that back yeah. Like, this what? is not a new group. Mm-mm. 
They've been around a long time. And I think that they still are, aren't they? Didn't they somebody pick up after much, him? Wait, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. They're still in Waco, and they rebuilt their... They re, I, I swear to you, I can't make it up. Wow. They rebuilt, they rebuilt the Waco compound. Wow, it's a quiet community. But the, what <laughs> they did, though, this time, they were smart. They built little buildings instead of one giant building. But David Koresh had this giant building. You're going to see it in a little bit. Mm -hmm. He had bedrooms, bathrooms, couple of kitchens, um, a classroom, a church inside. Um, but they taught they taught school in there. A couple of the women were school teachers. A couple of the men were uh, Bible teachers. Uh, David Koresh did all the preaching. You're going to see some of this stuff. Right. But, I mean, think about it. I mean, if all the husbands had to give their wives to him, that is a cult. Think about it. Well, it, it yeah. Um, and they can't have I wives. want you to think about something, though. You got to think about something. The Mormons are kind of the same way. Because the Mormons, and you can't make this up, Polygamy is legal in Utah. Hmm. It's legal in the state of Utah to have more than one wife. Wow. There's a very famous polygamist named Alex Joseph. He's dead now. But Alex Joseph had 37 wives. Wow. The youngest was 14 years old. 14? David, yes. David Koresh was married to 19 women. The youngest was 12. Wow. That's a fact. Look it up. Look it up. I tell people, Texas, you, if you it. don't believe me, you don't have to believe me, ladies and gentlemen. Look it up for yourself. Well, wow. it's the fact. It's the truth. The youngest wife David Koresh had was 12. That's a pervert. That's not a polygamist. That's what I was going to say. That's a pervert. Yes. That's a sick fuck. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Amelia. Go ahead. No, I, that, I still, I'm speechless with 12 years old. You gotta be kidding 12, me. No, 12 years old. I'm not, I'm not even shitting you. I would have gone there myself with my own gun and shot that man. Here you go. Balls off myself. How <laughs> many wives do you have? One. One One wife. wife. You hear what he said? One the wife. guy says, how many wives do you have? One. One wife. Liar. Have you I've committed? Always had, have I committed adultery? Have, have, you, fixing that have, you, have you committed adultery? <laughs> no, I don't commit adultery. you telling me the truth? I'm telling you the truth. Have You're you beaten children? No, I do not beat children. Have you spanked them? I have. Yes, I spank children. That's I right. spank my children when they do wrong. My daddy, you know what he used to do to me? When I used to act up, when I had a bad report card, can you imagine we got our tails whomped. Having my tail whomped, I told myself as a young man, when I grow up, I'm going to do it different. And I do it different. He says that I spanked him. Whoa, whoa. You better ask her again. 
who spanked him till his bottom bled. I think the girl's name was Aisha. Yeah, was her parents there? Her parents were there. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. You have guns? Yeah, we have some. Well, can we see that? Is that okay? Well, I guess if you want. <laughs> you know. Now, you know what the public thinks about guns. You know in this country right now, legislation is to ban all guns. Right? And so you just heard him admit mm -hmm. they have guns there. Yes. Okay. Which is a problem because he told the ATF and the FBI that they didn't have any guns. Right, exactly. He said, we have no guns. Right, now, he's telling the reporter on, with a camera in his face and a microphone pointed at him, we got guns here. And you can see them. And it makes nobody's business whether we have a gun or not at this place. Guns are the right of Americans America. to have. Our government's the greatest in the world. We have freedom, not freedom for religion, not freedom for state, but freedom for all, you see? And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, it's, you just it's saw, um, for those of you that are listening, mm -hmm. uh, we just saw in this video a part of the classroom that would be uh, critical uh, to, this, to this story here, and you're going to find out why shortly. Guns in, in, in a situation like this is something that can be, you know how people think. You know, y'all don't have guns in Australia. A lot of people say, he's got guns, that makes him bad, that makes him a cult. You know? It's just a raw deal in this touchy subject we're dealing with. Would you use a gun if somebody came in here? They come in here with a gun and they start shooting at us, what would you do? Tell me, be realistic. This is America. This is not Australia. This is not Europe. This is not where a country overthrows a bunch of people, takes away their weapons so that the people cannot argue any issues. Huh. Interesting stuff. Uh, you just saw part of that classroom. That would be very important because that's where, when all the shit hit the fan, that's where he ordered everybody to gather in that room. And you can tell a little bit by the, the video, it's a sizable room, but it's not super huge. No, it's fit maybe 50 people in there. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about three times that amount mm -hmm. that were crammed in that room. When they yeah. found when the dust settled and the fire was extinguished. Those people were piled on top of each other mm -hmm. in that room. And that little they clip died that, there, knowing they were dying. That little clip that you that you also showed that was the rifle was the one into evidence, correct? One of them, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, here you go. The, the, well, agents prepared for the worst in dealing with the Branch Davidians and cult leader David Koresh. Exit the compound and keep your hands in the air. Huge numbers of Americans watched this play out on their television sets, and the ending was incredibly horrifying. The FBI standoff with the Branch Davidians ended over 20 years ago. So why do these images continue to hold so much power today? I'll be honest, we saw what happened at, at Waco. I think you have to worry about Waco when people start showing up with guns and saying they're willing to take on the federal government. Freedom, freedom! 
A Waco can happen at any given time, but the outcome will be different this time. Of that, I can assure you. Interesting stuff. I want yeah. to talk about this. The ink, the outcome won't be different. It'll be worse. You're absolutely right. It'll be You're worse because more right. people will be killed. It will be more tear gas. It, it will be less tear gas. Will, more first guns. of all, the government doesn't give a shit. No, nope, okay? they don't. The government is uh, heartless, soulless, has no remorse, doesn't care. Uh, People are expendable to governments. Understand? Oh yes, absolutely, okay. they are. The people you saw at the end of that video were freedom fighters and militiamen. All right. Um, that the gentleman in that video, the old man with the glasses, mm -hmm. just recently died. In fact, he, he passed away. I was I actually reached out to him to try and get him on the show and found out that he just recently died. No. So I would have loved to have him on the show. Mm -hmm. um, but what Waco did do was wake people up. Waco was a wake up. Yes, it was. Okay. And people need to know that now. People that are, are too young to remember or uh, just think it'll never repeat itself. Trust me. Um, it, history always repeats itself. Yes, it does in the worst way. And the government will make it look like it's the other people's fault, but it's the government. They'll try to come out clean, but they won't. Just, yeah. like, to, just like today. Um, the well, remember the what called. Jim Jones said? Because mm -hmm. the, the, we're actually going to do him next week. Mm, yes. A little, little sneak, a little plug in there. Mm -hmm. um, Jim Jones said, one of the things he said was, those people who live in the past, those who live in the past are condemned to repeat it. Yes. I think that that's the lesson of Waco. Oh, absolutely it is. That's the lesson of Waco. If you live in that past, you're going to repeat it. Mm, yes, you are. Okay, here's the question I have for you. Knowing what I said about Waco, Texas and the Branch Davidians being there now, are we looking at another Waco? Well, I they have been very quiet. They have not bothered anybody. Uh, True. They're going to keep to themselves as long as the FBI and everybody leaves them alone, basically. Interesting. Yeah, true. They yeah. have been quiet. They have kept to themselves. Um, I, I think that they're a group of people that just, they want to be left alone to worship you know, their God, however they want to worship their God. Yes. And um, as, long as, they don't buy, as long as the FBI leaves them alone, they'll be, they'll yeah. be left alone. Just like um, remember when they had the hurricane here, like just mm -hmm. like today, uh, we had the so-called person that calls himself president. He came here for a few hours, shook little hand, shook the governor's hand, whatever his name mm -hmm. is. I don't care about him anyway, but um, he's like, okay, I'm here. Hi, bye. Thank you. You remember a few years ago when the best president we had, Donald Trump, was here? Uh, we had another disaster. Well, him and Melania, him and Melania Trump came mm -hmm. and shook hands and cars were in 
line to get uh, paper towels and cleaning supplies yeah. and water. Who handed them out? Donald Trump, our president himself, shook hands, said, hi, how are you? Is everything okay? Is there anything else I could do for you? Uh, took uh, photos with everyone. It was yeah. really sweet. And so did uh, the First Lady Melania. Him, well, you know why, uh, Amelia, you know uh, why that they don't like people like Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. Simple. Mm-hmm. Can't control him. Exactly. And look at the one that we have now. Yeah. Bye. Uh, this guy. We don't need him here. Go bye. Just He's bye. got leave he's got a puppeteer's hand up his ass okay yeah. i was glad when he left i was like we don't need you here go away, go the, away. That, let, that, let's not get off on that tangent but you know what i mean but it's like that you know as long as I get, yeah. he leaves us alone just bye you know basically yeah. like that as long as they don't mess with waco they yeah. won't you know just leave us the alone last we'll and happy final life. of the video people died that day at mount carmel Five children and 12 adults, including David Koresh, were shot dead by fellow Davidians. Independent arson investigators concluded the Davidians... Now, did you hear what he said? Five children. Yeah. But what he said was that they were shot by fellow Davidians. Yes. I don't believe that for a moment. I think it was the FBI that did it. Absolutely. Yeah. I I absolutely believe that. Mm Mm-hmm. First of all, I want you to look at this scene over here. Yes. You're talking about tanks, mm-hmm. helicopters, munitions vehicles with with um, with artillery guns on them. Mm-hmm. It looks like a war zone. Yes, it does. It doesn't look like a church. It, it looks does not. Like a war zone. deliberately started the fire. No one has ever fully explained why. Okay, let's talk about that. Look at the ashes. He like said, that. yeah, hold on a minute. Let's, let's talk about that. He okay. says, the man, the reporter says, that the FBI believes that the Branch Davidians started the fire. Deliberately. Mm-hmm. Deliberately. Yes. Why would you do that? You wouldn't. You want to get out of there. You want to survive. You want to not die that way. I I would think so. I think the same way. I would would not want to die that way. I would want to. Especially in a fire, a a blazing inferno like that Mm -hmm. with children. Especially for my children. I want to save and get get them out of there. Let's take a listen. It looked pretty brutal. On the far right in this country, Waco was the convincing last straw that the government had, in fact, become a murderous tyranny. And he's absolutely right. Exactly. And that's the lesson of Waco. Don't trust the government. They will fuck you over. They'll kill you. They'll kill your children. They'll dispose of the bodies. No one will ever know. And no one will. And most people won't even care. My reaction to Waco he, he just was horror. It was the defining moment, I think, of the late 20th century in terms of the relationship between the citizen and the government. And that is, that's the, the uh, I, will, I would call, that's the exclamation point. Mm-hmm. On this entire thing, 
Uh, and he's absolutely right. The, uh, the exclamation is simple. This is tyranny at its absolute classic best. It's the government rolling over the citizens. In this case, the worst possible way in a religious organization setting. Now, let's talk about what they really wanted. What do you think they really wanted, Amelia? Um, basically to, to people, people that, uh, went in, that were ex, uh, members of the cult to see if that was really happening, basically to check and see if they really had the guns, just the molestation charges, things like that, basically first, and then go on to see what else was going on. I, I, I agree to some extent Mm -hmm. what they really wanted Mm -hmm. and what they, they had, people don't know this. Mm-hmm. They had people on the inside. They had That's what I was going to say. They had cult members that were feeding the FBI information. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have an actual FBI agent that was undercover in there yeah, as well? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're remembering, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's what they really wanted. They didn't go there to seize the guns. They did go there to see what David Koresh was all about, for sure. But they went there because they wanted that land, 77 acres of land. That's a lot of, it's a big piece of property. It is for oil. That's a big piece of property. But those people, and there were like 400 plus members of that group. What they did was they all put their money in and they purchased that land as a church. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they built, you know, what you saw Mm -hmm. was their, their compound. They called it the compound. Yes. Okay. Essentially, that's what they wanted was what was on that land, which was oil. Mm-hmm. They had oil under that. They wanted that property because it was it tested positive as having a fairly decent size oil reservoir under mm-hmm. it. All right. But if you listen to the press, well, they just wanted to, to see what was going on. They want to make sure nobody was being abused. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a legit reason. It's also a smoke screen. Okay. Because the FBI, ATF, all these organizations are not above or beyond using God or religion to get what they want. Because mm-hmm. that's because the government doesn't believe in religion. No, the government believes in government. The government doesn't believe in God. The government is atheist. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Governments because- are atheists. They don't believe in religion. They can't. It goes against who they are. Right. Because there's a, there's a lot of big companies in Midland, Texas, where uh, where I was from. There's a lot of big oil tycoon companies that would probably wanted to come and swoop in and take that because yeah. uh, a lot of my family, too, they had some oil companies, too. But, of course, it's been a long lawsuit as well. But there's a lot of oil companies in Midland that are rich men that would want to take that land as well. And they're going to do anything they can. Yeah. Any which way they can to get that oil. 
yeah. that land. And they have to get the oil rights for it, the land rights to get it. They're going to get it any way they can. And Absolutely. If, and if they know the FBI, they're going to pay a little bit of money to get that any way they can. And how Absolutely. they can. And they don't care who is going to be killed, whether it be children, adults, they don't care. Yep. The standoff ended when a gunfire, I'm sorry, when a fire mm -hmm. engulfed the complex on April 19th. 1993 51 days after they showed up only nine people inside survived critics called what happened at waco a massacre it was beyond a massacre it was a decimation it was evisceration it was an absolute bloody living hell for those people who died in that inferno you can't call that in a fire. No. That was an inferno. That was that's like a blazing hell. Yes. Okay. Because it left ashes and but, dust to dust, as they say. But you're supposed to believe that it was all David Koresh's fault, and I'm not. Trust me, folks, no. when I tell you, I'm not taking the Koresh side here. I'm really not. We're not. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And the government was wrong. So, too, was David Koresh. In fact, there's no rights about this. No, there's no. The only thing right, if you want to say, if, if you want to say it was right, is that I'll give them credit. The Branch Davidians stood up for their property. They defended their property. Sadly, they did not have the kind of, mm -mm. you know, gunpowder, you know, to go against the military. If you, you know, if you have, I don't know, let's just, for whatever, if you got a couple of rifles, a even if you have a machine gun, let's be honest. Right. What do you, who are you hurting with that? The can't ever hurt a tank. No. You know, that's my point. <laughs> Right? That's my point. Are you are you gonna are you really gonna go up against it? Are you gonna think you're gonna hurt a tank? No. Or a helicopter or those armored vehicles. Do mm -hmm. you think you're gonna hurt anybody with that no. with a machine gun, please? No. <laughs> no. They'll laugh at you. Yeah, they will that, say, Oh, that little thing's gonna hurt big old me, the tank. It's <laughs> like a it's like a like a pea shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to the stuff they had. You saw what they had. Yeah, it's like, are you going to throw a they cotton ball at me? They had helicopters with guns. Mm -hmm. They had helicopter, you know. Uh, yes. Um, what do they call it? Um, uh, like an M16 or something I'm not a military guy, no. folks. Sorry. It's like throwing a cotton ball at it and say, oh, you're going to yeah, hurt me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Like two, two wrongs don't make a right, people. Okay? That's basically exactly. what it was. And that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Exactly. So, what what's the lesson to be learned here, Amelia? Well, just like this, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. But you know, if you're gonna supposedly do something, want something, do it the right way. Don't yeah. say you're gonna serve a warrant for something. Do it the right way. Absolutely. Approach them for what you want. Do not say you're gonna serve a warrant. Yeah, absolutely. If you want something, ask them for it. Say, you know, this land, mm -hmm. I want to buy it from you. I want to buy it so they could move somewhere else. Just do it yeah. that way. You know. Absolutely. Interesting stuff. Tell everybody what's coming up for us. 
Well, let's see. Next week, we actually, as you were talking about, we have Jonestown coming up on the 11th of October. We're going to be talking about that. And on the 13th, mm-hmm. we're going to have Heaven's Gate that we're going to be discussing <laughs> as well with uh, Marshall Applegate. The former That's going to be interesting. They, they call that the UFO cult. Yeah, former actor turned cult leader. Actor turned cult leader, Marshall Applegate. That's going to be interesting because I convinced his followers. Listen to this shit. We're going to talk about it. He convinced his followers that a UFO was coming to pick them up (laughs) and take them to heaven. Wow. This is the kind of this. That one is. I know you hear it from me every week, but you can't make this shit up. (laughs) You just you can't. Life is is far far crazier mm-hmm. than anything Amelia or Angelo can make up mm-hmm. I assure you because we got pretty active imaginations right that this but one this life one. is a whole lot more fucked up than we are okay <laughs> I I assure you it really it really, it, really they is. had to have the right certain kind of clothes right to wear or else they yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely. <laughs> we'll get into that one but oh my goodness that one <laughs> Jeez, man, what a mess. What else we got going on? And my two favorites that you're going to bring back for two days, actually, it's going to be my favorite, but it's the Psychic Realm you're going to bring back for me. Yeah, we have Kevin Schopel joining us it's, for the Psychic it's Realm. A special hour, though, for both the nights. Because... Yes, that's a special 8 o'clock start for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- not 7, as no. like we usually do. It's That'll be an 8 o'clock start mm-hmm. because Kevin is on the West Coast in California. Yes. And we're broadcasting here in the the East Coast, New York. Right. Because it's going to be uh, a little bit of time for him to kind of prepare, I hear. So. Yeah. And well, uh, I'll tell you what. That's been a, was a great show tonight. Yes. I think we, I think we had a really good uh, informative show. Mm-hmm. And then to close um, out the month, we're going to have part two and part three of... Get this, folks. We're going to have to do it again. I'm sorry. Yeah. But- Love has love one. has one, part yeah, two man. And three because part one. I got some video. I have yeah. some video to show people that that was just the tip of the iceberg. I tell you because I yeah this lady they're just they're not uh-uh. going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Carlson, not to be confused with the actress. Okay, Amy Carlson. Yeah, no, not the actress, Amy Carlson. Please no, no, <laughs> not one, Amy Carlson from Blue Bloods. No, no, this lady, Amy Carlson. Oh my goodness. Oh, she was different. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that was for iceberg. Amelia Pitbull Chapman. I am the mad dog, and we'll see you and enjoy your weekend, folks. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. And travel safe. We love you all. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good Bye-bye. night.